Alright, so I went grocery shopping, I think yesterday. Okay. And I, you know, came out of the store and, you know, do my classic, uh, grab the PRL, sanitize the hands. Yes, um, as one does. The problem was my car was really hot. Mm-hmm. And the hand sanitizer bottle was, like, expanded. Okay. And me being, like, the smartest person in the world, I opened it up facing towards my face. And as I opened the lid, it exploded. Yeah, that's what happens when things expand. Into my eyeballs. Ow. And so I am now sitting in the Meyer parking lot. My (laughs) eyes are on fire. And I had a water bottle, but I wasn't going to pour it in my eyes in my car and get it all over my car seat. Could you not step outside your car? Well, so I did. And so I'm out there, like, flushing my eyes. Yes. And I look up. (laughs) There's this man just standing there. And he's like, are you okay? (laughs) I said, oh, yeah, I just got something in my eye. Because I didn't want to tell him that I, you know, was dumb and got hand sanitizer in my eye. He's like, okay, I just want to make sure. (laughs) Well, I guess that's nice. And then he got in his car and left, but I literally was like, why am I so dumb? Why did I not think that it would be pressurized and probably explode when I opened it? You're like Austin when he was our brother, for those of you who don't know. He was uh, going to eat in um, an icebreaker mint, and they used to make these like gel circle mints, and he squeezed it right in front of his face and it squirted directly into his eye and he had to do what you did but it was inside a mire so he had to go to a drinking fountain and flush his eye out because he squirted mint minty flavor goodness into his eyes i remember the one time mom accidentally got laundry detergent in her eye god and she literally like i thought she was gonna go to the hospital yeah i she she was flushing it out for like two hours yeah that was bad that was bad but but yes you should have known not to point something directly at your face. It literally got all over the the top of my car. <laughs> like, it was a mess. Why didn't you open it down, like, into your hands? I don't know. I literally was, just... was like, staring at the lid and just, like, opened it and it just, like, shot. <laughs> I was like, goo boy. Like, Kylex Y. Oh, God. <laughs> just covered, covered in goo. goo. <laughs> but hopefully you were wearing clothes. Yes. Well, maybe. Maybe not. Oh, secret <laughs> it's a big mystery you may it never is. find out but yeah so i just thought i would share that i was gonna text you and then i was like i should wait that's I'm, fair if i'm gonna embarrass myself i might as well do it for an audience that's okay yesterday i um i broke a glass <laughs> it was fine it, it just happens. it wasn't even like i was drunk or anything it just fell off the table just right in front of me the table had a slight slant and the table was a little wet, so it just slid right off onto the ground. And I was like, well, there goes $4 I just spent. <laughs> Did, was the drink still in it? Oh, it was a full drink. Oh. It was an entire drink. Yeah, it was incredibly disappointing. Yeah. If it was empty, then like... Yeah. Thankfully, I mean, it was the one that was the least good of the three that I got. So, I guess that's nice. But, sadly, it was lost to time. You lucked out there. I did. But I was like, well, uh, this would happen, and it's fine. It's just like my drink spilling story from a few weeks back. Just uh, was like, all right, time to fall. It's just your life. But I got 
beer all over my pants. Like, my pants were soaked in beer. So now I have to wash my pants because they're covered in beer. <laughs> That's probably, like, the most disappointing part of it. It is. It's pretty disappointing. I was pretty sad about that. Shouldn't have spilled it. I know. It's on what you. What can you do? Nothing. Not squeeze hand sanitizer into your eyeballs. And not shatter a glass. Yeah. Now, Hannah, sometimes when you're recording a podcast, you just gotta wing it. Woo! Because <laughs> <laughs> we won't get fooled, get fooled again. again. We're not gonna get copyrighted. No, no, no. Uh, welcome. This is Rick. I'm going to put my glasses back. Yeah, me too. This is, uh, this is Research Rank Repeat. I am one of your co-hosts and crime show aficionados, Alyssa. And this is the other co-host, Hannah, and I am basically scared of every crime show, but just watched 230 episodes in a row. So now I am immune to crime. <laughs> Except for crimes you commit against yourself. Yeah. Those being squirting your eyes with Purell. That's true. That is a crime against humanity. <laughs> Truly is. We are... So, oh. Go ahead. No, you... Okay. I was just gonna say, Hannah, that this may be our weirdest episode yet. Mm-hmm. Just... I really don't know what to expect with how this is gonna go. Um, do you... You want to continue now? Because it seemed like you had a pretty good opening for this i was just gonna say basically what you said okay because essentially we're not ranking characters in a show we're not ranking seasons in a show we're not ranking episodes right we are literally ranking a five to ten second segment of an episode that occurs so the show that we are discussing is the always amazing csi miami which is a spinoff of CSI. Because that's what they do with serialized crime shows, is you just pick a location and you make the exact same show with a different cast. And you roll in the bank. Now, as someone who grew up watching a lot of CSI Miami, in part thanks to our cousins, shout out to our first guest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tara, CSI Miami aficionado. Such a big fan that she wanted to get her license plate to say CSI Tara. She did. But uh, we spent a lot of time watching this, this show, and one of the staples that you come to find is the main character, Horatio Kane, played by David Caruso, uh, will sometimes have a stinger right before the intro so they have a cold open and then there's the intro to the show and then there's the main show 
and he will have a one-liner where he says something dramatically and then puts on his sunglasses and then you hear the won't get fooled again yes so it's a thing it was a meme for a while like eight years ago (laughs) not recently you know what i love about this is that these people just have gotten like brutally murdered like in the worst way possible and this man stands over their dead bodies and just roasts them or makes a pun at their expense I mean, props to him, but the fact that he just literally, like, gives no fucks and is just like, I'm gonna go all out and do this. Let's talk about the other thing that happened here, where Hannah, so graciously, and I question her sanity in doing this, but she created a Google Drive document entitled Horatio Kane Fuckery, where Hannah went through and gave a description of every episodes cold open intro with Horatio Kane one-liners. Yeah. We'll be using this as a guide today. Or at least I will be using it as a guide today because I was so enamored with how much and how in-depth that she did this that I think it deserves to be read aloud. Mm-hmm. I mean, I worked a week of midnights and it was really slow at work and I needed something to do so I was like, I might as well. But I think there's 200... 32 episodes so i essentially watched through it's 10 10 seasons 10 seasons 232 episodes basically wrote what the crime or what happened and then you know what the conversation was leading up to the one-liner yes i got to the point like today where i was finishing up i had so much anxiety because i hate watching crime shows for the most part right and i literally every time i heard a noise i was like oh no Oh no, there's the murderer. (laughs) This is how it ends for me. But yeah, I mean, I'm just going to get into a little background on CSI Miami. Go for it. Um, So, like we said, it was 232 episodes. It ran for 10 seasons from 2002 to 2012. And it's an American police uh, procedural drama. And it was insanely popular. It was very popular. It... In 2006, there was like a BBC news article that claimed CSI Miami to be the world's most popular television series because, oh, so it was in more countries' top 10 rankings for 2005 than any Mm -hmm. other TV series at the time. Um, So Metacritic rated a 26, sorry, that's not right, 63 out of 100. Uh, Metacritic said it was better than the original CSI show. Yes. And it had a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. When the series was canceled after season 10, there were a lot of articles written about Horatio Kane and his greatness and his one-liners. Yes. You know, classic love it. Of course. I just wanted to say something about that because I think it's a really smart idea to do those one-liners. I remember when we would binge watch the show like at, up at the cottage or just in the summers you would like look forward each episode to what it was going to be. Yes. And so I think it's really smart to do that because it's such bad humor. Like it's like oh, dad. Oh, so corny. Yeah, dad joke level. It's so bad, but it keeps you coming back, I feel like. So like you mentioned, Horatio Kane is played by David Caruso and he is the lieutenant of the Miami-Dade CSI unit. 
think that's actually pretty much I have on the show. Uh, they were sponsored by Hummer. Oh, yes. Because every single person drives a Hummer. They do. I'm sure they get terrible, they got terrible gas mileage and created much pollution. Yeah. Probably contributing to all that pollution in Florida. That's true. Oh, I, oh, another thing I would like to mention, which this is not specific to CSMA. I mean, you see it on like Law and Order and all those shows. Just how many famous actors and actresses either got their start on there or were just featured on that show. Right. But yeah, so basically we are just going to do our top 10 favorite one-liners. Just give a little bit of background on the scene, set it up a little bit, and yes. then uh, hit you with that zinger. Yep, that Horatio one-liner. And I'm going to try to emulate his speech patterns to the best of my ability. Yes. Now, I had one honorable mention, Hannah. Okay. So, my um, honorable mention comes from Season 5, Episode 1. And this one does not feature the intro song in the traditional sense. Essentially what happens is Hannah's description says, Glorious shot of Horatio at Christ the Redeemer in Brazil. And essentially, you get Delco, one of the other characters. He says, H, it's our move. And Horatio says, we're going to Brazil. And you just see the airplane go through his sunglasses, and then they magically are up by Christ the Redeemer. And Horatio is just basking in the glory, and it's like, look at what we're doing. And I just, I'm like, it's not a really good one-liner, but just the setup is extravagant, mm-hmm. to say the least. I got, like, chills watching that. Like, it was so good. I wanted to do that as one of mine, but I was like, the one-liner itself is not good. It's not good. That's why it's an honorable mention. Just because it's so extravagant and over the top. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what I live for in life. Yeah. So, we are going to start with our number 10. I have, it's from season 2, episode 24. And here's what I'll say to precede it. I don't necessarily think it's that great of a one-liner. I just, the situation kind of made me put it in there. So basically what happens in this one is there's a woman who is found dead in the park. Um, I wrote by two college kids getting it on. Uh, The woman ends up being found out that she's like an adult film star. And so one of the police officers is talking to Horatio and he like recognized her. So he probably is, you know, a porn addict. Yes. Um, So he goes, yes, sir, she is a porn star. And then Horatio immediately is like, no, she's like, she is also somebody's daughter. And that is what we focus on. And I was like, thank you, Horatio, because let's not just make her like an object. Right. He actually She's gave a person. her. Yeah. So not necessarily, in my opinion, like a good one liner for this situation. But I also just think like I would like to give Horatio credit for not being a horrible person. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So my number 10 comes from season six, episode six. Now, the description says, I don't exactly understand what this means, but it says, at our 100th pool party scene. Well, because Miami, or CSMAMI, like, literally half the crimes take place at a pool party. Oh, I see. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was, like, at a 100th episode or, like, a, if someone turned 100. No, just saying okay. the fact that I'd yes. seen so many pool party scenes. Yes, you, there's a lot of pool party scenes. So, it's at our 100th pool party scene. There we go. Did I give it the correct amount of sarcasm? No. There you go. A solar eclipse happens as a man at the party is strangled and killed. And so the pitch is all eyes on the sky. I think the killer counted on the distraction. Horatio. But he didn't count on us. 
Ooh, yeah. That one, I, I so badly wanted to put that in there because I was like, oh, Horatio, and he's like, just like, I'm not fucking around. Direct, yeah. Yeah, so good. So good. So my number nine, it was from season seven, episode seven. Okay. And basically, um, this woman wakes up in a hotel room next to a man who is, like, covered in blood and dead. And she can't remember how she got there. She basically can't remember anything about it. But there's really loud music playing, and the couple who's in the hotel room next to them calls a noise complaint. Just to set up the line, the couple is from Kansas. And so, Frank, good old Frank, always at the scenes with Horatio always there <laughs> he Best says companion you can have right he says um they thought they were reporting an act of passion instead it was an act of murder horatio goes they're not in kansas anymore are they <laughs> i never thought i would hear horatio quote wizard of oz yes that was a, a contender of mine for a while i was like look at that so my number nine is from season two episode eight to set the scene janitor is cleaning floors in a building when the lights go out. He goes to investigate and finds a man dead at his desk whose neck was slashed. Horatio comes in and says, Stiletto heels, champagne, candles. Our Mr. Bremen was on one killer date. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, that one was really good. I almost put that on my list too. Okay. So number eight... I did from season six, episode 20. Okay. And it was, description is a 911 call to home turns deadly when a man comes out of the kitchen with a knife and is shot and killed. It's found out that the information given to 911 had been incorrect. Um, And Frank said, what the hell happened here? Horatio replies, Frank, it's called crime scene investigation. I felt like the fact that he literally was just like, fuck you, Frank, it's our job to figure out what happened. Yes. I loved it. My number eight is from season four, episode two. Scene. Boat is on fire in the middle of an ocean. Family is trying to escape. Girl jumps into water that is shark infested and is dragged underneath. Both the girl and her brother are missing. Horatio. Frank, we got to move quick. The tide is rising and we have a sinking crime scene. Mm. I just had to have it once. (laughs) That's fair. They can copyright strike strike us all they want. I just need it one time. (laughs) Just Maybe we'll play it at the end, too. Maybe you'll play it for our number one. Yeah, we should, because I think we probably have the same number one. I think we have the same number one. Okay. Okay, so my number seven is from season five, episode 18. There is a rich people party happening. A gunshot is heard, and a man falls over a balcony is, and is impaled by an ice sculpture. Just as a note, I said I would never buy an ice sculpture for a party because it's tacky and dangerous. And so Frank goes... He was shot in the light of day with a house full of people. That's cold-blooded Horatio. Horatio says, it's as cold as ice. You're as cold as ice. Willing to sacrifice my love. One of my least favorite songs of all time. I wanted to put that just so I could sing that, so I'm glad you did because I didn't put it on my list. But I wanted to just so I could do that. Just to annoy you. That's fair. 
So number seven, I have season three, episode two. Scene. Outdoor party next to a beach when a boat with men shooting guns drives by and shoots a woman killing her. Basically means we've got a drive-by. Horatio. A drive-by. Miami style. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times they did that, like, when they mentioned, like, Miami or, like, something along the lines of that. They did that a lot. Yeah. A lot of times. So number six for me was a repeat. It was season four, episode two. It was the the Frank, we've got to move quick. The tide is rising and we have a sinking crime scene. Okay. Really enjoyed that one. Nice. So number six, um, this one's a little bit of a curveball, um, just because of how ridiculous it is. It's from season nine, episode 10. Description. Alligator attacks man in pool. Horatio shoots it in the head. Horatio. Welcome to South Florida. (laughs) Just so ridiculous. It's one of those ones that it was like, it's so bad, it was good to me. I was (laughs) laughing so hard while I was watching that one. So I had to include it. While we're at it, I want to read you my one that I think is just the absolute dumbest. Your description. Some of your descriptions really had me laughing. I loved your one. I didn't include it, but your first sentence just says, discount Matthew McConaughey. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) He looked like Matthew McConaughey. He did look like Matthew McConaughey. You were right. This is just an honorable mention for what I think is the worst one. So it's season one, episode nine. It's a busy morning on the streets when three people are randomly sniped in the head. (laughs) And I forgot who says it. Someone says, So how did three people get shot in broad daylight on a busy street and nobody sees anything? Horatio. Sniper. (laughs) That's all he said. (laughs) Like, my God. I don't remember, because there wasn't a one-liner, but it kept showing up. I was watching, like, a lot of compilation videos where he says something to this police officer and there's a slow-motion explosion where he just, like, does a flip, like the police officer and then Horatio's just looking at him and it's like so ridiculous I was losing my mind but there was no like dialogue so I couldn't include it okay so you just did six right you did that alligator one yes I did do number six yes okay so my number five is from season nine episode 14 a girl is found tied up to a field goal dead she has been stoned to death (laughs) and um they say it was a stoning you serious that's archaic Horatio. Downright biblical. (laughs) Yes. Amazing. Alright, number five. I have season three, episode 13. Scene. Cop is pulling over a car with a civilian riding along in the car. The cop approaches the car. He takes the driver's license as the person inside the car shoots the officer. The civilian riding along is missing. Well, I don't know. He's missing from the scene. Maybe he took off. Horatio. Or maybe he got taken for a ride. (laughs) God. Love this show. It's so great. Okay. My number four is from season 10, episode 13. And it's a skydiver is killed when his parachute is sabotaged. The other parachuter with him fell into a tree and is still stuck and hanging in the tree. Uh, Horatio goes to question the man and then walks away after leaving him in said tree. 
Parachuter says, you can't leave me up here. And Horatio goes, well, we'll know exactly where you are. <laughs> so mean. Like, this man's friend has literally just, like, hit the pavement, died. And Horatio leaves him in the tree. And it's just like, like we'll, we'll come get you, you later. <laughs> Deuces. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Peace out. Um, it's ridiculous. Love it. My number four. I have season seven, episode five. Disclaimer, this is a note from Hannah. Ah, fuck yes. Love this one. Scene. Open in a clothing store where fucking Hannah Marin. This was her audition for Pretty Little Liars, I bet. Throwback to our ABC family pilot episodes. Girl is in dressing room, not Ashley Benson, where she's blown up and dies. Horatio, why target a fashion boutique? It seems so random. Horatio. On the contrary, this was by design. (laughs) I love it. It's so bad. I got so excited when I recognized, because there's a couple intros where I clearly remember them. Yeah. And when I saw the clothing boutique, I was like, oh, I love this one. Yes. So amazing. Okay. So my number three was from season one, episode seven. We're at some sort of party, and there's a male stripper who is found the next day naked and dead. Of course. Frank says, any sign of what killed him? Horatio replies... Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I messed that up. Horatio says, any sign of what killed him? And Frank says, I was hoping you could tell me. Frank... Or Horatio goes, well, I guess we can't rule out exposure. (laughs) I know. I saw that one, and I was like, what? It's so mean. It's horrible. Savage. So rude. Oh, love it. So my number three, season four, episode 18. A verdict, oh, sorry, the scene. A verdict is reached for a trial, just as the woman's body is found for the case that is ongoing. Frank, the bad news is, the verdict's already in. Horatio, the verdict is in Frank. But the jury is out. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, so good. So my number two was the, this was by design, the fashion. Because okay. that's, okay. I love that one. So that one's good. fantastic. Okay, so my number two, season four, episode eight. Woman is shot to death with a nail gun. Another woman arrives on the scene who is the new wife of the dead woman's ex-husband. Frank, no matter how you cut it, divorce sucks. Horatio, Frank, it's a killer. (laughs) God. The delivery was so great on that one. Now, here's what I think we should do. I think I'll set the scene for you, and you can deliver the line. Our joint number one, we already knew that we have the same number one. I don't think it was a surprise for us. Season three, episode seven. A tsunami is heading for Miami. People are seen evacuating and buying items. A woman hits a guy's car with a shopping cart accidentally, and a fight breaks out. At the same time, a man collapses and is stabbed in the head with a pen-looking item. A woman who witnessed the incident is also killed. Frank is talking. He's hyping up Horatio. He's like, you're about to deliver the best one-liner of your life. Horatio says, Frank, as it turns out, 
the wave isn't the only thing about to hit Miami. It's the best one. Oh. Hands down. We both, when we decided to do this episode, immediately we were both like, it has to be number one. It's going to be number one. I didn't even need to know what the other ones were. Season three, there's a string of like 10 episodes where like I remembered every single intro and every single like episode where I'm like, oh yeah, this is what happens. I remember this. And that was in that chunk of episodes. Yep. It was a great time. Just some, just some thunder. Just some thunder. We've got a little storm rolling through. Now, I don't know how we go through these in order again. <laughs> do we just say the one-liner, or do we... I Because I just am going to have to scroll to find my one-liner. So maybe we should just not. Yeah. I think maybe this one it makes more sense to not. Yeah, it's it. just a bit complex to try and yeah. do that. We'll just leave it. And we only had ten, so right. you can kind of go back and forth. Yes. So this was just, like, a weird little episode. We needed, like, a gap for our next big episode. And you can tell us what you think about it. I know this is very, very specific. And if you have no context, this probably isn't going to make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) This is really for our, like, two audience members we know love CSI Miami. So if if they're the only people who like it, fantastic we needed something and we didn't want it to be like our James Bond episode where we clearly had no interest in what we were doing. We both love, (laughs) we both love this stuff. So, um, I mean, I think, you know, the way we do our podcast and how broad and just like how we jump week to week from different topics. I feel like some weeks there are going to be topics where people probably aren't as invested either because they don't really know anything about it. Right. Or because like with this one, you, if you don't have context, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So a lot of these probably won't seem that of good lines if you haven't right. seen like the whole scene and all that. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it was just like Alyssa said, we're ramping up. We're doing another film franchise. We are. And so we needed a little time to be able to prepare for that. So we just wanted to do a little quick episode for this week. Speaking of our, our next um, our next week's episode, we are really excited um, because we... We had this idea really early on in our podcast when we were still in development and when we still were like trying to think about things and how we wanted to do it. And we both wanted to approach a film franchise that we have no stake or interest in, that we know very little about and have seen very little movies of said franchise. And now we are going through and watching because Hannah, family is very important. Family is very important. Yes. One might say the most important thing. Correct. All right, Hannah. Well, I'll see you again next week. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> oh wait. Oh wait. Hold on. <laughs> if you um, if you want to um, follow us, <laughs> you want to follow us on social media. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. We have um, an email. Feel free to email us, comment, let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, We like to have feedback. We'll be back next week with a really fun episode, I think. I think it's going to be really fun. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward uh, to it. For us especially. I like just looking forward to it myself. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye.
We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's R, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching Research Rank Repeat.